Hey guys, this is the debrief episode after our episode with Christopher Leonard uh, on the Fed, talking all about the Fed. I hope I didn't call him Christopher Leonard at the if you did, we'll, I kind we'll of re-record and we'll splice it in. Yeah, can we? Uh-huh. All right, uh, all right. So no one no, will ever hear except that, except for you, because you're yeah, the debrief. We don't edit this part. Literally, We've never edited a debrief we, ever. No, we just yeah. hit record right after the episode. We mm-hmm. hit record. And, uh, all right, well, so let's talk. Um, did you learn anything oh, today? Oh, God, yeah. This is one of the most uh, informative <laughs> episodes I think we've ever recorded. Uh, it's also, we're recording, we recorded this the Monday, seven days into the FTX drama. Uh, and so this was a nice uh, change of pace, I would say. Yes. This is a little bit refreshing. Talk of something yes. big picture rather than yes. the current events. <laughs> but it's funny, you know, he's, he was going through like uh, the wildcat right. bankers of the early days. I'm like, yeah, we got some of those. He's talking yeah. about us. <laughs> Yeah, we got some of those mm-hmm. right now. And that's really where the Fed story yeah. originated. Is it was a solution to a problem, which the problem at the time, which sounds like a, a worse mm-hmm. state, is um, you couldn't trust any of the banks. Currencies, yeah. And if, mm-hmm. well, well, think about it. Um, so you, there was no um, bankless way to use the right. money system. I, well, I guess there was. You could kind of like have, have gold. A, a, sacks of gold. Doesn't sound, I mean, right? I don't know what his life was back like back then in the 1900s, but uh, I think carrying yeah. gold around is probably infeasible. Probably yeah. a bad idea, like yeah. sacks of gold. Uh, sort of, so that's that's the bankless right. way right. to do it, is you custody your bankless assets. existed in 1990 or 1900s. Yeah, and, otherwise you have like a bank right. note. That was your right. currency. And so it was, I guess, a dollar backed by a bank of some sort. And whether it was good or not, mm-hmm. you don't know. Mm-hmm. You don't know. And how it trades, like... Uh, you bank with Wells Fargo. I bank with Chase. Back in the Those day, are antagonistic like the equivalent. banks. Back in the day, yeah, and there'd be a currency right. conversion. There'd have to be a market. Right. It's like, yeah, your dollar, it's David, because it's Wells Fargo. Mine. It's yeah, yeah, it's ninety-eight right. cents. You know, mine's a dollar. It's <laughs> like so w- terrible user right. experience. Some of these banks going belly up. They cause bank runs. You didn't even you didn't know whether your bank was mm-hmm. going under or not, right? Well, um, okay. So think about so, this in, from the current context. Uh, they're different for what they are now, but exchange coins, the FTT token versus the BNB token, they're not meant to be currencies, but that was the same thing that was going on back then. CZ, a banker, had a lot of FTT tokens, and then he saw some data, and it was like, well, these FTT tokens aren't nearly well, what they should be worth. It would be a little bit like an FTT token if, let's say let's say at FTX. By the way, they were on the cusp of releasing their own stablecoin. Right, yeah. Do you remember this? Yeah. An FTX yeah. stablecoin. Okay, so it'd be imagine if um, SBF released a mm-hmm. stablecoin that was called FUS, right. FUSD, <laughs> appropriately named FUSD, mm-hmm. FU. <laughs> emphasis on that part. And um, it, and and mm-hmm. SBF Sam said it was backed by dollars, dollars right. and yeah. real assets when when actually it was backed just by right. FTT. Yeah, we didn't know right. that at the time, right. but we were thinking that this currency was like, you know, some could be tradable with the USDC. Mm-hmm. Was maybe similar to a tether, and then there would be holes in the market where like, are you sure this thing's backed? It doesn't have right. a proof of reserve, and there'd be run on the banks where people you know cashing in their their FUSD and realizing the only thing that's backing is this silly asset called right. FTT, which is like based on nothing it's kind mm-hmm. of like that yeah well i mean binance literally has busd right so they have the equity the uh, pseudo equity of binance which is bnb and they have the busd uh and so like you can kind you can see this part of the story play out with the crypto banks in this industry um i think one of the thing i want things i want to like reflect on is like we needed to make the fed 
the Fed was good. Um, the long arc and the existence of the Fed. And the, I think there's like maybe like a Moloch style episode, but just like uh, about this, it's like institutions get captured over time. That's the rule. Yep. That's the fundamental pattern of existence, including, including crypto, crypto. Including institutions. Crypto what do they do? They get captured. Uh, well, because, because like uh, corruption is like a yep. cancer, mm-hmm. right? And we don't have like, we don't have resistance to right. cancer. Right. right now, right? Like, it's it's going to get mm-hmm. us all at some right. point in time. So right? Unless... it doesn't really matter, like, what the Fed was created for. It's just, like, once the Fed was created, uh, it becomes captured over time. And I think that's just, like, the yeah. long arc of the Fed. Um, and where was I going with this? With, like, with crypto, do we actually have the answer to that? Like, because I, I would think, like, you know, Bitcoin invalidates the Fed. Like, we don't need the Fed. We got Bitcoin. Uh, same thing with Ether. We have this new unit of account new currency but does it really fill the same niche that the fed does i'm not sure well i think it doesn't it no. doesn't hmm. i mean it does it does it doesn't for a nation state right. like it's not a nation yes. state yeah currency but i don't really sure. care about it. it's does bitcoin or ether fulfill the fed's role in nation state level i don't really care about that more like a societal level like does the rock solid foundation of bitcoin and ether actually do the same job as the fed which is like stability i think in a fashion and, and yes. i think it does a part of it but it doesn't it doesn't do st- price stability it's but it's like the fed with a m- more narrow mandate right so like yeah. I, I mean imagine so or it's like it's like an entire kind of nation i don't know this is where the analogy breaks down a little mm-hmm. bit right the purpose of uh an underlying asset like mm-hmm. ether really is to provide economic security for right. the network that's yeah. why we like when ETH price right. goes up more because secure. we have more settlement assurances and more economic security so the the way a nation state provides security to its citizens is through law and police force and external military, mm-hmm. right? So we have all of that in kind of like ETH, but ETH's mandate is not to provide price stability for sure as part of the protocol. That's not what it's supposed to do. Um, it's to provide some issuance stability though. Yeah. And that's a thing that the Fed really doesn't have mm-hmm. a mandate to do. It's supposed to, um, right now anyways, it's supposed to kind of, you know, control inflation from CPI pricing, the basket of goods pricing. ETH does not have that mandate. Right. It's just, I mean, its issuance policy is based on how many people are staking it and what the block block demand looks like. And right. so, and and then of course you can you can build stable coins on top of right. ETH or less volatile assets. So anyway, it's not a direct comparison, but I do think there are yeah, some similarities and some analogs it, yeah. here. I think I think maybe yeah, something like Bitcoin or ETH un- unbundles parts of the Fed, which is like the this money the value of your currency is supposed to hold its value over time the fed's supposed to kind of do that bitcoin and ether definitely do that way better and then perhaps it's like ethereum's app layer that can unbundle the rest of the fed but then there's always going to be some part of the like well the fed is actually just a fiat institution for the physical world so we're never really going to be able to get around that dude are you can you believe that that's the way money works <laughs> That's insane, like dude. Twelve. That's insane. Like that is a, a sickening a amount of responsibility. Like, the, if your For words get like written into meeting notes and then interpreted by Wall Street, like the down five, five years, years later, later, even the words that you said five years later will have downstream trickle down effects that will cost someone their job or get a raise or something. That's a sickening amount of responsibility. It's a really interesting institution, yeah. though, that, like, even these these design choices, right? So you, you look at, like, um, this is not quite a central bank, but it's there There are some similarities here. It's, like, uh, maker right. governance, right? Out in the open, like, transparent, um, 
on on message forums on the internet publicly available to the world right uh the voting system based on mkr token here it's very interesting it's literally 12 people predominantly like uh old white people from yeah Mm -hmm. economics Mm -hmm. predominantly probably old Mm -hmm. white men I'm sure there's some more diversity uh, now, but it's, it's probably been like that for a while. And um, how do they make decisions? Right. There's, there's like, it, not out in the open. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a five-year lag time in, in terms of when we, so it's all private, right. all kind of behind the scenes. And this is all by design because I think that, look, for fiat to work, doesn't there have to be some narrative around right. it? Doesn't there have to be some mystery yeah. around it? I mean, this is by design. We, we get taught civics in school and we know the difference between the executive and legislative and judicial branches of government. Right. Like we learn all of this, uh, but we, by design do not get taught how money is made. It, do we? See, it seems like it's FOMC by design. Works. It seems like it's a conspiracy. Like, Hey, let's not teach about money and federal reserve. It seems well, because you don't right. want to, you Burst don't want to, um, right. yeah. Don't want to think about that. Like if you think too long about, how where money comes from you're like wait, wait what this is paper <laughs> like these are just it you could just create money right, yeah which is why crypto is such like a, a red pill yes, on that yeah. you know on that side i, I think the big thing i've uh, i was at the end of the the end of that episode was really powerful and it's like okay what's the path forward well we need the fed to be more democratic uh so like we need the people of the united states to have a say on like how this goes but not just the United States, dude. The U.S. dollar is <laughs> yeah, like eighty percent of all global economy. So, like, yeah. when we have countries that like have their <laughs> 12, 12 people, control twelve this. people control this. We have economy, like entire, entire countries that have their uh, financial system pegged to the dollar. So the Federal Reserve has governance over those countries too. Oh my God, can you imagine like these closed door right. meetings? Right, that, that 12 people are making could literally cause a war in your right. country. It's nuts, dude. And so when we talk about, hey, how do we fix the Fed? We need more democratic re- like uh, re- uh, representation. It's like, yeah, of the whole goddamn world, dude. Well, how do you, how do do you fucking do it, that? It, this is, but this is back to, back to humanity's core problem of... Um, coordination. We, coordination. Yeah. We, we can't scale our coordination. I mean... The nation state apparatus, I mean, it's the best we got so far. Mm-hmm. Democracies, you know, republic style democracies are the best we've come right. up with so far. And like, so who who's made, gave that one line, like the best uh, argument against democracy is like a conversation with the average Winston voter, Churchill. Winston Churchill. Yeah, yeah Winston the Churchill other line quote. is like uh, the democracy is like the least bad political institution or like, dis, like uh, governance yeah. decision uh, structure that we've ever made. I don't know, yeah. man, like money money it's like democracy managing is money has got to be system. hard and the consequences are huge do we really want to give that up to just like the general populace well we just kind of fallen into it it's not like there was this premeditated it was just like one it's just like one step in front of right. the other you know that like what, what is that like uh that rick and morty scene where uh what's his name jerry's like going through the I just kept going, no, yeah, you know, just he's just like going through. kept on working. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just kept, yeah, exactly. That's why I feel like this whole, this whole right. system is, is we just are solving mm-hmm. one problem, mm-hmm. uh, with a solution that then degrades and causes another problem. So we go solve that. It's, there's no, there's no master plan here, David. <laughs> oh my right? God. It's insane, dude. And what is crypto? I, 
I mean, crypto is just the, I think, here's what I see in it, is the latest additional solution mm -hmm. to problems that our institutions have created. Right. Not only problems, but also um, failure to adapt to digitization and a new digital society. Yeah. So crypto is kind of a, a solution to right. that. It's a internet protocol for scaling right. coordination yeah internet type societies so to go back and answer my own question it was like all right so we have like bitcoin and ether and this is like the gold of the crypto world um and that's one part of the fed like sweet we have some assets uh that are like secure and sound uh and then like it's the application layer of ethereum that can like unbundle the rest of the fed which goes back to maker dow right or another like or liquidity uh, you know pick your own stable coin production service um and so, like, we're all going to have a bunch of stable coins. It's always uh, one of the compelling things about me to, for Maker is that it's always been in their back of their mind. Is like, hey, like, at some point in time, we can just, like, use a different unit of account and not use the dollar. Uh, and, and so that, that is, like, the full stack D uh, unbundling of the Fed. Like, we have our own gold. It's Bitcoin and Ether. Uh, we'll have our own monetary policy. It's MakerDAO. It's, it's liquidity. Uh, and, like, price is probably going to facilitate, like, price stability and growth it's probably going to do that uh and like kind of just brings me back to the roots of like why i got interested in maker in the first place is like oh yeah like this is it's the same same but on crypto uh and so like now that is way more democratic when it's mkr governance versus 12 12 dudes in a room like it's not it's not that's, perfect that's more democratic but it's still it's not like, all the way there it's a big step it's, token it's a big step well, I, I uh, even MKR is, is like, um, I mean, the idea Stakeholder of, of a lot yeah. of these crypto systems is like, it's all opt-in, right. right? This is this is one thing I really appreciate about, um, obviously, crypto here is it's opt-in. Everything is opt-in. You, right? you don't like die, go... Go do liquidity. Yeah, yeah go do another stable coin. You don't like uh, Ethereum and you, you go use, go fork right. it if you really right. hate it. Or like go to a different chain. Mm -hmm. It's all opt-in, whereas... Um, I mean, the the U.S. has legal tender right. laws, right? Where if you're in it's, the United States, you have coercion. to accept. Yeah, it, yeah there there is some coercion. I, I guess you you might say that um, it's not coercion necessarily, but there is a protocol tax, and we've called it this before, which is you have to pay your ETH gas fees in ETH. Right, it's, that it's, is it's the least coercion possible with, yeah. while still because running you still network. get to select your yeah, network exactly. You get to select yeah. your network, whether you yeah. opt in or opt out. You can leave. You can, you know, that that is what the internet gives us, right? Yeah. It's like early days. Promise of the internet was, rather than get like your local newspaper that was pushed to you. I mean, another website's just to click away, and so you get to kind of. There's much more freedom and democracy and choice, and that's what that's what we're getting in our mm -hmm. uh, in our financial system yeah. too. Yep. So, um, what about this wealth inequality thing? Um, how do we, <laughs> do, you know, do you think that that is the greatest problem facing us? Does crypto have any role to play there or is it completely out of scope? Yeah. A lot of people come in into the crypto world and be like, sweet, we can like fix wealth inequality. We can make it not worse. I don't, we can't reverse wealth inequality. I don't think you can reverse wealth inequality. Once it's, when it's, once it's unequal, there's no backwards undoing of that. 
I don't think crypto is giving us a way to reverse no. it for sure. I've never been bullish on yeah. that. I, I've always thought it was a bit utopian yeah. to say that crypto comes in and faces. Well, you think um, about it. If, like you think crypto it reverses wealth inequality. If you take that to its logical conclusion, you have communism. It's like, oh, sweet. Like the, everything becomes equal. It's like, what? Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Everyone I, has the exact same thing, at the end of that story? I don't think so. I think one thing crypto does at its best is it provides more access to you right. know, opportunity. It's more meritocratic. Everyone has the same, you know, pays the same fees and has the same, uh, system that it can, it can partake in and it's completely permissionless. Um, I think those are some of the benefits mm-hmm. and a byproduct of that could be some more wealth inequality, but it's not going to go solve the, the nation states right. festering problems of wealth inequality. I mean, like, I don't know that I have a good solution. I don't have a good solution for that either. I mean, if you can solve wealth um, inequality, you can have a Nobel Peace Prize. Well, but it's very clear to me that um, the Fed caused it. Oh, God, yeah. Like, it, that is the that is That theirs. is what the Fed is. That's, that's the, for them to own. They are the source of global wealth 100%. inequality. They are the Fiscal source policy. of American exceptionalism. They're the source of the strife between the 1% and the 99%. They're the source of the failing fiat currencies of, of the globe. There's other inputs too, but yeah, man, it's all, it's all the fed dude. Fiscal policy plays a role yep. for sure. And like, you know, not increasing taxes in, in various places, but like the fed has just put lighter fluid yep. on wealth inequality, yep. particularly over the last like decade yep. or more. And, um, so it could stop doing that. That would be nice, mm-hmm. but it doesn't, I, I don't know. <laughs> It doesn't have, it has a way to like, uh, cause the problem and light the fire. It just, it doesn't have a way to put it out. You can't undo all of that. Mm-hmm. How do you undo that? Because, uh, you know, increase interest rates, make money, money really expensive, go destroy a whole bunch of money. What do you do? Guess what happens? The 99% suffer yet again right. because it's recession and depression and you've just screwed everything up. Right. So they have a way to get themselves in, but they don't have a way to get themselves right. out, which is a massive problem for that institution. Okay, run this thought experiment. Um, we, we were talking with uh, Macro Elf about the two kinds of monies. It's like there's that special money, the finance money, where the Fed just adds zeros to banks' balance sheet, uh, and that's bank mm-hmm. money, and then, and then they mm-hmm. lend out to the people of the world. I made this comment mm-hmm. with Chris that like uh, the Fed – the, the, that that's just a, it's a di- distribution mechanism, right? Like you give money to the banks, the banks give it to the people. Well, we'll say, look at the uh, CBD, uh, CBD, uh, CBD, CB, central bank digital currency. That one. Yeah. Uh, if if we had that, and like say yeah. say for example, we flip that mechanism on its head, and actually we said, hey, Federal Reserve, you're actually not allowed to give money to banks. You actually, if you want to inject money into the world, you only can yeah. give it to people, and you can credit yeah. their uh, CBDB, oh, whatever. CBDC. Thank you. It's been a long. Yeah, it's been a long. I get it. Uh, like you can only inject money into the hands of the people. I wonder how that would yeah. uh, reorient the balance of power here. I, to be honest, like I don't know. Look, I'm just armchair. You know, uh, FOMC. You're a podcaster. Here, you can see. Yeah, I'm a podcaster. <laughs> Do not base your nation state economy on my take here. <laughs> But I definitely feel like that would be better, right? right? It gives them much more precise tools. Right. I mean, they're trying to do a surgery with like a, a broadsword right. rather than a scalpel right. here. And like their mandate is, um, you know, fi- fi- fix unemployment, mm-hmm. uh, 
you know, without, without reducing with, while keeping inflation, like their mandate, they don't have the tools necessary mm -hmm. to actually achieve their mandate. Right. And so something like that would be good. The, the problem with that though, of course, is as we've had discussions with Rowan Gray, who, you know, okay. If you don't know the, your bankless history, Rowan Gray is this, um, sort of state leaning, left leading individual who's very anti-crypto, but is very, um, pro, uh, I guess, financial digital infrastructure. Currency? Yeah. Digi like central bank digital currency I I because so, yeah. He, yeah. he, his take is like, no, that that's the people's money. Right. And his, his take is money is a public good. And that's why it should right. be just, governed right. by a democracy and not a whole bunch of like crypto bros. Yeah. Crypto stakers. Right. Like, cool. That's not a democracy. Right. And, and, and our point to him was like, they're never going to let you, they're never going to do this. Mm -hmm. Or if you get this passed in the state, they're never going to let you um, right. embed privacy into it. They're never going to let you opt out of it. Right. It's going to be like mandated. Right. It's going to be uh, prison prison shackles right. for There's, you. There is a potential CBDC out there. Did I get that one right? Yes, I did. Uh, there's yes. a p potential design of a CBDC that is like super fucking good. It's like it's yeah. private. Uh, it's like, it's accessible, like programmable. Pro Dude, programmable. We don't need crypto. Right. You don't even need crypto. Like there, there's a, there's a small sliver, like 0.001% chance that we get the CBDC that is people first. Uh, and is like the government doesn't know your account balance, but they can send you money, like all this stuff. And the reason why I just don't care about that is because the chances that the government allows for that version of a CBDC to be built is like so small. It's just not going to, all gonna the happen. incentives align against right. it. Yeah. It's the system's too corrupt to actually create right. a, uh, central bank digital currency that would actually one. be yeah. good it for would the be, system. It would be some good for the Star citizens. Trek level of like utopian coordination to get that done. I mean, we see what, we see what it is in, uh, in China right now as they're rolling this out. Right. And it's like, imagine the government has the ability to just delete you from the economy I, oh, for a tweet. Yep. Uh, I mean, people are like, that's PayPal that's wants to delete you $2,500 if you violate their terms of service. It's not exaggerating. Yeah. This is this is a hundred percent what's going to happen. Right. Is you now intertwined communications and your your rights to communicate and, and and speech and your rights rights to exist within within your society to a financial system. Right. That is like yeah. ultimate power. This is like Sauron and you know the, I, mm -hmm. every every nation state is going to or if or if in the initial uh, implementations of this thing. Maybe, maybe there's a few years where it's okay. And then it becomes corrupted. <laughs> like after a decade or two, um, you're screwed either way. Mm -hmm. I, so this is why I thought, uh, Rowan Gray's version of things is just like completely pie in the sky. Like we yeah. don't have a chance of building his right. utopia. It's kind of like, right. it sounds good on paper, but it's just right. never not realistic, but it would be nice. Wouldn't yeah, it? it would be nice. Wouldn't I can it? daydream. One can daydream. Um, yeah, well, Last point here is um, how much have you learned about money from crypto, David? How much did you know oh, it's before taught your crypto me everything journey? That I know. Yeah. And how much is that? Would you compare yourself, your knowledge of money right now, and how money works to kind of the average average person, the average citizen? Oh, I feel like I'm Neo from the Matrix compared to the average person. <laughs> as soon as as soon as you yeah, like and that's what crypto brings to the table. So like crypto is a lens for viewing the world specifically through like. What is money? I feel like like what is money? If you can answer that question, you can answer almost most of society's questions. Like it, it kind of it's like a very ba basal level question. 
It's such a cool question too, because it reveals like how we actually coordinate Mm -hmm. on this idea of like, like shared narratives. I mean, money is a technology Mm -hmm. that we like, it's a very powerful technology that we use. I think money is an inherently optimistic technology too. Cause like if you see two societies and one has money and the other one doesn't, like the the one that doesn't have society have money the society that doesn't have money is like they're probably warring with each other for some reason like money is this glue that makes that el- it's really that important. allows for optimists to think about the mm-hmm. future more 100% yeah. it's 100% a technology for coordination is a technology for good yeah. but this is why i always think of um you know the episode we just uh, recorded with um uh everything uh web3 is going just fine mm-hmm. my way that yeah. episode mm-hmm. Uh, with Molly White, yeah, um, there was there was, I think like a, almost like a feeling there in the backdrop of like, well, if only we could have a society that was moneyless, right? Like moneyless. There was Dude. no money. <laughs> if if only we took Ethereum and like we just why can't we just remove the token? Why right. do we need this pro? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's insanity. It, Dude, there's this there's this one time work. I, I was on a, on a date with a girl and date was going great, man. Like, really hitting it off. And then we got to that point and she was an anti-money person. <laughs> and I was like, well, this doesn't work. <laughs> it's so different between like, you could be like an anti-greed person, right. anti-corporate right. uh, uh-huh. like, corruption person. Um, like you, you have massive problems with the way wealth is distributed. Uh-huh. But to like at a, at a basal level, so you can't, to use like, your term. To get rid of money. Yeah. To get rid of money. I'm just like... <laughs> nothing works then we will set like right. what are we supposed to do like none well, of this everything first you thing see i do after we delete money works. is i go buy a gun that's the first thing that I do. <laughs> to protect what yeah i guess your stuff anything right? yeah without money there's no society right. i mean there's no society right. there's no coordination right. we don't right. get people to the moon we don't solve i guess we solve climate change yeah right yeah because <laughs> yeah, we ended because yeah that's like yeah but so does Th- theranos or theranos or whatever he also solves climate change by kill- oh, killing uh, half of, half of thanos, thanos thank you yeah you got theranos yeah. on the mind yeah yeah. Th- yeah yeah we could just um anyways but that, that also like illustrates the the role of the fed right like yo you guys's job is really fucking important don't fuck it up please well i think they're going to yeah. i think they are <laughs> oh god <laughs> Byron Crypto. All right. Well, hope this has been an uplifting debrief for you, <laughs> Bankless listeners. Cheers. We'll, we'll catch you later.